0: There was a rumor that on Fourth Chamber, you wrote that as a diss.
1: Yeah, that rhyme was to be against Ghost and RZA. I, that's why I was like, I judge wisely. I had to come off on that one. I judge wisely, as if nothing ever surprised me, lounging between two Welcome
0: back to the Broken life Home life Podcast. Before we get into like this one... I need you all to hit that subscribe button and hit that like button. We have a dope guest. I'm a huge fan. We have Killer Priest. How you doing today, bro?
1: What's good, my brother? What's good? What's good, man? I can't call it. Don't want to spoil it.
0: I <laughs> hear you. Yep,
1: yep.
0: I hear you. I hear you. So how we always do it here, we always take it right back to the very beginning. You grew up in
1: Brownsville,
0: I believe it was?
1: Yeah, uh, Best Eye. Best eye and um and, and Brownsville. Brooklyn you could say. Yeah. Yeah, Brownville. Brooklyn.
0: Okay. What was it like growing up in Brooklyn then?
1: Man, it was it was I mean, back in the days it was it was pretty wild. It, it was fun though. It was a lot of a lot of parks, a lot of things to do, you know. A lot of um activity going on, a lot of good food.
2: But, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Did you have a big family? Did you live with mom and dad? What was that?
1: Yeah, I live live with my moms. I mean, I live with all my moms, my pops was out in Brooklyn. They had split up though, you know? So I was out there, I was out in Brooklyn. So, you know, my nephew and my sister, we all was was out there and had a good time. Um, The air was right, hip hop was there. I mean, it was just a good feeling.
0: In your neighborhood, was it a tough neighborhood? What was it like?
1: Oh, definitely tough. Definitely tough. I mean, you had to prove you definitely had to prove yourself. They had um I was always a a, a little stocky, I had a little weight on me, so I, I had plus I was hitting the gym a little bit, but we had uh a lot of a lot of hard rocks they they would call them back then. Hard rocks. And uh they were definitely in my building. I had four buildings, uh 949, 59, nine, nine sixty nine, and nine fifty. And they were guys would just come out and they'd just be throwing throwing them hands all the time. It was kind of crazy.
0: In that neighborhood, do you think that helped mold you into the person that you are today?
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely, man. Definitely. I I was introduced to hip-hop. I was introduced to the nation of gods and earth. Uh, I also was introduced to um, even church on that block. I was introduced to um, just a lot of Muslims, and a lot of brothers was coming out, you know what I mean, building. And things of that nature. So yeah, I would say that and dancing, pop locking, and all of that.
2: Do you remember, Priest, where you were when you were introduced to hip hop? What that song yeah. was that got you?
1: Um, yeah, it was. It was. I was in Sterling. There was a place, Sterling Place. It was over there by Crown Heights. And the first thing I heard was uh, "These Are the Breaks" because I had went down south too. Um, my mother, she had took me down south, so it wasn't as crazy down there when i and i was too young but when i got back i went and i heard curtis blow these other breaks and it was like oh man i did it right there
0: (laughs) how old do you think you were at that time
1: oh i think i was around 13 14 and and
0: was that the inspiration for you to start getting into this music
1: yeah definitely i thought i thought i um I, I thought because I first of all somebody pop like it, so I thought I would get into that. <laughs> so they were they were pop locking like to that beat to the okay. song. So I, yeah, I, I kind of it kind of messed up my mind because they were going together so good. I was just like, wow, amazing.
0: As a youth, did was your pops around regularly then?
1: Yeah, he would come around here and there. Yeah, he definitely would come around. Definitely would come around here and there. Um, <laughs> That was the that was like the highlight they time. would take me over to his place and stuff like that. Okay, he, he came do
0: Nice. And when it came to role models, was he the role model, or were you finding role models in your hood?
1: Um, that's a good question. My role models would have been. um I would have to say my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She that's said, what's up. She taught me. Yeah, my grandmother was a good was my role model. She taught me a lot, a lot. You know, your pops supposed. You know, he was, he was, he, he was there, but not all the time. You know, what I'm saying yeah. my grandmother taught me a lot about um, respect and how to move and wash the dishes and stuff like that. Yeah, t- taking that chores.
0: responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned also the church. How how old were you when you started getting involved with the church, going and whatnot?
1: Man, man, it was. It started with Jehovah's Witness just telling me on the street. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, wait, wait, a minute. You're telling me well, they, there's a heaven and a hell, and I don't believe none of that. And I was like, there's a football. They gonna play football up there? I was all, <laughs> all of that. So he was telling me, yeah, they could. They they convinced me <laughs> at that point, 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 point that there was a um, football and, and 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 there's gonna be this elaborate place. So I just started. I didn't know what I was really getting into. That's all. I just started getting into a little bit, then I ended up going to a Pentecostal church with my friend. And that was it, it got me saved me for a little bit of trouble. Moved on and uh, got a little bit more wise.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and as a youth, were you getting yourself into shit on the block? How was that? What was that?
1: I was trying to, it was hard to escape. It was there, it was always there. It was like uh, either, I want to call it gang fights. Uh We didn't have too many gangs in Brooklyn, but we had clicks. you know? So, yep. so that, on our block who was known as GA and we would fight the Decepticons they were around the corner and then there was a here and there here and there there, it was around
0: okay okay and and how old were you do you think when you started taking the music seriously
1: uh it had to be like 15 15 15 16
0: Take us yeah. through that. How did that happen? What was that evolution like?
1: Um, I was, I was, I got down with a crew called uh cool and three MCs. And, uh, it was just like, we were always doing routines and stuff and I wasn't that good. So I was like, I, I was just happy to be a part of the clique. So yeah. it was the Jazzy T and master D and my man, uh, master H not the master. H, but another okay. master H, So right away. And, um, they were just showing me different different routines and what we used to do, Just to get in battles and stuff like that.
0: It was battling a, a hot topic at that time. It was that a was high, it, right?
1: Hot topic, yeah. Going on different so, blocks and battling to see who's best and things like that. But we would do a lot of routines and stuff like that. When or we when, we, when we'd do solo, then that's when you know you had to step the game up.
0: What was the routine like? Like you would go, then then your boy would go, like like yeah. We would have rhymes
1: like, like uh, we came to. We would sing along and then. One dude would go, and the other guy we, it was like a run DMC thing. Like or nice. All Treacherous or All Treacherous Three it was like, ah, no, you could be on the place and i was like that. <laughs>
2: dope. <laughs> Fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. How much time are you spending writing?
1: Um, back then I wasn't I was I was just waiting on a crew. And then I started getting into my own thing. You know what I mean? You know, as we got older, then I spent a little bit more time with the pen. And I started thinking outside the box a little bit. I wanted to um, just do a little something different than the normal just rhyme. so I just was just, just, just thinking on. So, but I spent some time with it. <laughs> I spent some definitely spent some time with it.
0: Are you the type that that you like to to write on the beat or do you hear the beat in your head? How does that what's that potion
1: Both, both. okay Both oh, yeah, both is good. but I I, I I normally write with the beat in my head. Yeah, that's how I started because uh, there was no beats and then when I got around the clan there was like tons of beats coming, so it was like, Oh, all right now and that was not just regular beats, it was just fire beats so I got a chance. I never really get the experience to rhyme to the real fast up tempo thing. That's why I have fun doing it. Like with Rock Him and Big Daddy Kane and Coochie Rap would rhyme real fast, you know what yeah. I mean? So I never I never rhyme at that speed limit.
2: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, I, was that a slowed down, like Wu Tang, like soul type of beat?
2: And who were yeah. your biggest uh, lyrical influences growing up?
1: I oh, I have to say the JZA, uh, um Kane, uh, Rakim, and uh, Slipwick.
0: Okay. And the artist storytelling. Yeah,
1: so cool, you rap. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, you rap. Yep,
0: How did you get introduced to the Wu Tang clan? How did that come into play?
1: Uh, well, me, I knew RZA from way back. Jizza brought him around my block and we battled. You know, he came out victorious that day. He up my whole crew, crew and three. And then, so um, I met him that way. And then Jizzle told me that they they was forming a group after after he came out with um, work from a genius. He told me they was forming a group and he wanted me to come down to check him out.
0: And you got in there and how did that break down? Like, did you have to Man. show RZA what you could do? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was crazy. I had to show. My skills, uh, Chisel used to brag about me a little bit. So I, it felt, made me feel good. I already had this expectation when I came through. So it made it a little bit more easier when I came. And, um, I just, when I was going in, it was just raw lyrics. It was, it was fun. It was something that we took, uh, at the same time, took real t- serious to the heart. Like the pen, it was rhyming, it, was, it meant something. So yeah, it was like my words right there. So yeah, I, I had to battle, um, I mean, Ghostface, me and Ghostface tapped the sword. He liked it. He was impressed, and RZA was impressed. And I was, I mean, he was good.
0: That's dope, man. That's dope. Well, th- there was a rumor that on uh, Fourth Chamber, you wrote that as a diss.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, that yeah, that rhyme was to be against. It was Ghost and Rizzo right? Well, they were choking on me. It was. I had to. I had to. I, that's why I was like, I judge wisely, I had to come off on that one. I judge wisely as nothing ever surprised me. lounge in between two pillars of, li- of ivory, I'm lively. My dome piece is like building stones and grease. Poems are deep from ancient throws, I speak. I'm overwhelmed as my mind roams the realm. My eyes division, memory is the film. Others act subtile, but they fragile above clouds. They act wild like a bunch of crowd, no matter how loud they get. Though they growl and spit, clutch they it and up sounds like a crib. All types of fits. I leave them split, like ass cheeks and rag pussy lips. <laughs> I had to come off on that one. So that's that's. I was I was talking, I actually talked about them. But, uh,
0: <laughs> what was was there like an internal beef at the time, or was just because? No, it was you no had... beef. It was
1: fr- no, it was just friendly fire. It was just friendly. They, uh, I would say, they inspired me. They inspired me. Oh, for, okay. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. That, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. So, you get involved with Wu Tang. How long are you guys grinding? Like, how much are you putting in work before you guys start going out and blowing up like you guys did?
1: Um, we're putting in, man, it was. I, I just remember the parties, the clicks. We, we had to, we had to put it in. We had to battle a lot on the side, on the side after the show, meeting different artists. And so, I was learning different techniques and, you know, just like. Oh man, we could do this and then uh we came with the grave diggers and that was a whole horror core, so I was really that's where the name Killer Priest came from. Wow. And in cool. the horror core um era. You weren't always like, Killer Priest before that No, you- I was Lord Messiah. I was Lord Messiah. And um you hear Risen say that on our first album, Lord Messiah. So uh, that's how that was. Yeah.
0: What was the what was the motivation behind changing the name up? Was it an evolution of yourself? Do you figure?
1: Yeah, I thought you know that um, Holocaust was here to stay, and uh, it was real fun. So I said, man, I need something that's going to be frightening, but at the same time, bringing some for some knowledge or something like that. So I chose to get a freeze.
0: When you were growing up, how did your family take it with you doing the music? Did they have your back the whole time?
1: Yeah, definitely. My mother did, definitely. Uh, yeah, my cousins—they were. Um, I it, it happened so, so fast. It wasn't even a set. It just was. It just was happening. And you know, we was in the studio. The next day, we got a record on the on the on, a, this plan. My nephew who was alive at the time, he was excited. He got to hear Bible, and that was it—the first verse. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: what was your thought process writing but writing that that verse for Bible?
1: Oh man, I don't know. it was a rhyme that started out it was just a rhyme of one verse. And Jizzah told me if I complete it and do another verse, the hook, he'll put it on his album. So he challenged me to that, and I was like, "Oh, say no more." I went back and I wrote, I wrote the second half. I was inspired by everything that was around that you know I was going through.
2: Were you yeah. able to to enjoy that time in the early days with Wu Tang, or did it just kind of go by like a blur? No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed
1: yeah. it. You know, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, There were so many moments, though. There were so many beats and so many uh, studio sessions. It was crazy, you know, because we set off into another, you know, with the Sons of Man and the Killer Army, and we had so many little brackets that we, you know, little pockets that we were into. Like, even after the sessions, we would stay longer and just keep, you know, it was fun. It was right there.
0: And when you look back at that time when you first got involved in, in, into the whole music industry as a whole, is there anything that you would have changed thinking back at it
1: now? Yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely make sure that the business come first in <laughs> these days. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. so it was like we uh, we we let RZA and our uh, management handle most of the situation. But I think with me and Jizzle, I think I, I was kind of like modeling my career for how he was doing his. And so he had a different type, a different manager. So I was looking into doing different things, too.
0: What was your relationship with Lil Dirty like?
1: We were very close. You know, he put me on his album. He even wanted to sign me at one point. Him and Jizzle was like, yo, battling over me, man. But Jizzo, Dirty was very intelligent. Very intelligent, man. You know, as, until later when, when the drugs and all of that, but he was still was very intelligent, spoke very well, and um he was just a star. He was a star. You saw it on him. He had to glow more than everybody.
0: Yeah. Do Do you think that he put on a bit of an act, like like doing certain things, or was it like was it a character he was playing, or was that him?
1: Yeah. Well, you can get caught up in your characters. Definitely about knowledge. Is that part? I don't know if pe- a lot of people seen that, but yeah, I would say. Uh, the old dirty bastard. He lived out the character to the fullest. You know, I think you know, like method acting. The part of that was him, like a crazy. You know, I guess he brought out a wild side to himself that he never knew existed.
0: Yeah. Do you watch Wu Tang American Saga?
1: Nah, man.
0: <laughs> no, you don't watch
1: it. Watch it. I have no time.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> what I is your... Finally introduced my character, though. It was the, yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, man. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I, I was wondering like, if it was going to be how you remember it, or if it's somebody else's take on how they remember it.
1: Yeah, I think it's mostly Riz's take on it. I guess you're getting, um, you know, when I say that they're gonna switch it, <laughs> they're, they're yeah, be coming in. yeah, it goes Word. You know, yeah, it's mostly um him and his brother, Divine, and yeah, you know I met Divine later down the line, but I knew Rizzo. You know I just knew he had a bunch of brothers like Knife Prince. Shout out to Knife Prince too. G are you still in contact with everybody? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I did a bit of touring with Ghostface for a very for, for a while, so and um uh, you know me and Rizzle we was always tight and we toured in the earlier years and you know we still do shows. Spot days here and there, and then you know if I see everybody, then so it's love.
0: Yeah, it, it, it everybody's moved away from each other, I believe, too. Eh? Everybody's all spread out. Is it hard for you guys to to keep in contact? Because you all got your own lives now.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we still keep in touch by cell phone, and hey, Capadonna okay. comes up here visit me here and there. You know, Capitana comes up a lot, and we 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 talking about doing something together right now, just me and Cap.
0: Nice. Nice, that's that's going to be fucking cool, man. You plan on going on any tours or anything like that?
1: Yeah, right now I'm just concentrating on the podcast. I'm doing spot dates here and there. And um, I think I'm working on a, on a tour right now with my man DJ Notion going through the Southwest.
2: Are you a fan so of, of West being West on the road?
1: Man, I love it. It's therapy. Yeah. <laughs> For me, yeah, because I like I like that great outdoors. You know, what I mean, different type of places I like going stuff. You know, and <laughs> uh just this experience. I haven't been out in a, a minute, man. So every time I go out, I have a good time.
2: What's the worst part of being on the road?
1: Time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, man, what I mean, get yeah. like, out know, You know, everything the itinerary kills me. Word itinerary. Everything's scheduled, schedule, schedule, schedule. And the food, I switch it around now. The food because we eat terrible on the road. So I try to yeah. make sure that we get to a good spot because we want to be around.
0: Yeah. Are you responsible or do you have a manager that's setting your schedules up?
1: Well, sometimes, no, no, I definitely have um, a manager setting it up. Sometimes uh-huh. I'll I be involved in it, but I, I, I can't do all of that.
0: So say you just get off tour, what's the first thing you're doing?
1: Man, get home and go to sleep. Relax yeah. <laughs> just be to myself, man. Get on YouTube. <laughs> you know, to you know, do some research. You know, talk. To, you know, just talk to my girl. And that's it.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. He's on your podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Solid, yeah, solid gem. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's dope. What was the motivation between you two starting that?
1: He just was a good. He just a good speaker, right? and uh, a lot of people uh, we probably didn't know that because he's he was into um, a lot of martial arts and football. But you know, a lot of a lot of the, they see a lot when you on to field, and I guess he had a good a good. You can have a good conversation with. Him. He understands a lot. His mind, um, his span and he's my youngest son. And so it's just like when he starts speaking, I was like, oh man, he'll be great for the craft, man. And um, man, he came in and we gave him his own little slot. We just started, but Wisdom of Solomon, he started doing so great, and then people love him. And I yeah. knew it because after I heard him. Talking, I was like, "Wow, that he's good for life. You know, his take on things is kind of is wide, is very widespread.
0: Yeah, because he's got that generation now look at things, and, and yeah. your generation, yeah. So it's like two different eyeball sets hitting it. And, right. that, does, does it ever clash?
1: <laughs> no, never, no We never crack. Uh, I guess because we 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 play around with it. The things I don't understand, he 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 he'll, he'll explain it to me. Like show me. If I don't know it, then then he'll explain it to him. And then I'll talk about stuff like happened in my days, and he be just laughing. Like you know, I remember the world without cell phones. You know what I mean? Before that time, so we just take it because it's good understanding between us. So we got a good chemistry. So I guess uh, we know when to lean off. You know. Mostly.
0: Nice, nice. And, and you've had David Ike on. You, I was, right. I, you gave me a shout out on your last show. There, you're, you got a, <laughs> a wide range of topics on there. It, and there's much. a lot of spirituality types of uh, t- conversations and things different perspectives is that yeah. what you're really into you're into that type of different outlook then
1: definitely definitely mostly when you h- hear the music i think that's what kind of draw the type of crowd because they i you know i got different type of genres of music but that one i guess they kind of like picked on to it you know i, I like like it. it's right on my alley i love i love it to talk about things that's unseen and unheard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Esoteric dog side type of thing. I like those topics. I like the topic on relationships, too.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like coaching, life cultures and Oh, that yeah. We're trying we try to get some inspiration at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, for damn sure. If you can have some great minds, you always got to be able to pick them and, and gain something, gain a little bit of knowledge yeah. from each other. That's what I... That, that's number one.
1: That's right. Always.
0: Yeah.
2: What's your process for getting guests?
1: Well, We have different kind of feelers out there. And, um, you know, sometimes you saw Nepal in the show. She helps reach out. And um, some of them, re- a lot of people reach in. And yeah. I, they, they hit us up on the email. We'll talk to them. And that'll be it. And a lot of, like, we have a team that's, that knows all these guys. We, we used to work with uh, Vinny. He would, he was, uh, this cat used to reach out. He was online a long time ago. And I guess he knew a lot of those those guys and it turned into a good guest.
0: Yeah, your studio looks dope. Let that is that a separate location That's that because you
1: have? of my man. Yeah, that's from my man, AD. He's my engineer. He's also, uh, he mixes a lot of my songs, him and Seasick. And um, yeah, AD is, is the one behind all of, he's professional as they come. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he put the setup together, man. That's
0: dope. That's dope. When you were out on tour as a youth with Wu-Tang, what's the craziest shit that you've ever seen going on out there?
1: <laughs> man, there's so many. Rizza, I think RZA and, and uh, Dirty had a little problem on the stage one time. I think he pushed him off the stage. <laughs> pushed him off the stage. <laughs> yo. It was crazy. And then one time, Master Killer, Mike wasn't on. But, you know, he was... Spitting, but it, it just looked crazy because he was like, "Karmaside is legal," but the mic was like shut off, so it looked kind of weird. you know?
0: Oh you know? shit! <laughs> was the women always flocking to you guys right after the shows too? How was that?
1: Oh, that was a, that was definitely happening. <laughs> that was definitely happening. Ain't <laughs> yeah, nobody in trouble, but, you know. that was, yeah. that was, that was available. Yeah, yeah. woo mommies, yeah. woo mommies, a lot of woo mommies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: With the podcraft, where do you see yourself taking it? Are you gonna just keep continuing the way it is or are you gonna is there gonna be further evolvements to it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I wanna uh Spotify, wanna uh, go all over the place. I wanna take it to the big screen, man. I, I on on just take it up there, you know what I'm saying? So we get the um, sponsorship and I wanna take it all the way there. Joe, Joe Logan level, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah, that's the same thing that we we're, we're trying to do too with this. We're trying to exactly. just build it up, build it up, build it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm surprised you guys yeah, don't have sponsors yet.
1: Uh no, right? I know, I know. They just we had, we had a um, couple of people looking at. I won't mention no names just in case, but we had a couple of people uh, hit us up
0: though. Oh yeah, That that's yeah. cool then. Some things yeah. on the horizon at least for it.
1: Yes, 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 definitely.
0: When it comes to Horsemen, how did that Correct. come together?
1: Cannabis and Razcast and uh, corrupt—they came together from from the brothers. They put me up on it, and it was really cannabis and Raz and me and Raz. This, so there you go. And we actually was all in the studio when we recorded. We didn't record like these guys be sitting Pro Tools and flying. We were actually in the studio doing out doing
0: out there. No, that's cool. That's cool. Are you are you close with uh Corrupt as well?
1: Definitely. Yeah, we, we have got even closer to, you know. We, I, we what we needed to do is start touring, but we we got close. I, I knew Corrupt for years though.
0: We had uh so one in. of his bros on. 40 Glock was on our show yeah, here.
1: 40 Glock. Yeah, I met 40 Glock from uh uh Rascas. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Forty's a good dude. He's got stories yeah. for days too.
1: Yeah, he, he he's fucking dude.
0: lived a crazy life.
1: Yeah, he is. He is. He's one of those cats that was out there doing it. Right. Yeah. Still doing Yep. That.
0: Are you married now?
1: No, not yet. Mom's okay. Not yet. Okay.
0: I, I, as a father, what what's it like having a son growing up in today's age?
1: Ah, oh, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy it's like i got three sons and so i see different aspects of it it's just crazy growing up in uh those millennials but they're knowledgeable my sons they're they they're very they're a little different they, they could kind of step back and look at the situation they all they all rhyme they all rap they all got different talents um it's just is is different because they show me certain things. I, I learned about before watching them too.
0: Yeah. So. Well Yeah. I, I wish that we had that type of technology that they have available these days when we Man. were kids.
1: Man, I wish. I wish. Man, I wish. I probably every it probably was dangerous though because I'd have been pouring out. <laughs> 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 I'd have been crazy because yeah. you know back then we only had magazines, so yeah, I mean,
2: yeah.
1: he is. <laughs> <laughs> now can, it's just oversaturated. It's just crazy. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They don't have no Vanessa Del Rio and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And I yeah, would never okay. have failed a class in school either. That's for Damn. fucking sure. <laughs>
1: no, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. You get answers all over the place. And now you can hold a galaxy in your hand, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, man. With
0: When it comes to, to God, what's your relationship with God? Have you maintained that since you were youth then?
1: Oh, definitely. You know, I have that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've maintained that. I think I'm comfortable from where I'm where I'm at but I, I don't set no no limit but I'm, I'm definitely comfortable as I'm going I'm pretty much yeah. uh cool
2: and I saw in your bio that you'd uh stepped away from from music uh to learn more about religion how yeah. did that impact your writing when you came back
1: well oh a lot man like, I've been seeing I've been talking about it still does you know I, I like all of that Sumerians and uh uh Kemet and uh um uh, Hebrews, and all of that stuff, and the Canaanites, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a lot of that stuff, and even as the world because science is math, science and math, and it, it all goes together, you know. I try not to, I, I don't have the purpose of doing it, but it's just it comes out,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we wrap it up, what we always right. do is we ask our guests. If they could drop a positive message to the youth, something that you wish that you would have known or something that you did learn over your years, what can you give them some game for?
1: Stick to purpose, stick to your purpose, don't let nobody stray you off of purpose, and um, go with your gut feeling. Go with your gut feeling. That's it.
0: Awesome, awesome priest. Thank you so much for coming out. It was yes. love to have you on again sometime when you got more time and we can chop yeah, it up.
1: Man. Where you at?
0: Toronto? No, we're in Thunder Bay, Ontario.
1: Ontario, yeah, <laughs> yeah, doubt, man. Right on Lake shit, Superior. Man. Yeah, that's peace, man. I love Canada, man. Word. You All gotta right.
0: come up through. Gotta come up through sometime, Whistler, bro. I
1: like Whistler. Whistler, yeah, <laughs> <got>. Oh yeah. Whistler, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whistler got that. Yeah, I love right there. All awesome. right, then.
0: Okay, bro. Thank you so much for coming on tonight, and for we appreciate me. your time. You have a shout cool. out for anybody before we go? Anything?
1: Yeah, shout out to the PodCraft. Shout out to um, the um, the pod the Doctors of Minds of the Light. Shout out to so- Solo Gems, Solo Gems, Coach Solomon. Um, shout out to uh, AD and everybody at the uh, PodCraft that be helping along. You know what I mean?
0: Awesome. Appreciate Where can the people find you at?
1: They can find me at Killer Real Killer Priest. Just regular Real Killer Priest. No. Uh, no Bro, Killer Priest, IG. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you so much
0: for coming on, bro.
1: Please, please. All right. Talk to you soon, man. Broken Home
0: Podcast, everybody. Have a great night.